up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9, the game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Larry Bird, the Hick from Salt Lick. Yeah, Hick from French Lick. Whatever. And Eric Fry. Every time you say Bielema, I think of Brad Bielema. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. the air here on a 98.9 the game the starting lineup is back after a couple of days off of a trust radio what's happening out there beautiful people and it is one of the greatest days in all of sports right as march madness officially begins today in what 13 minutes or so we are about ready to get this madness underway with the first games of the day so uh, what's happening here on this beautiful thursday i say beautiful but out in the corner of my eyes see it's kind of uh, gray and i think the rain is starting to begin here at the uh, studio so that does not bode well for the future of baseball and a softball later today in the local sports realm but uh, hey we make the most of it here and it's travis sparks hanging out with you once again uh, flying solo as eric is on assignment uh today elsewhere so uh i got a good show lined up for you as always coming up i will be recapping the local sports and baseball and a softball that happened yesterday and i'll give you the schedule for today like i said i don't think it looks good uh for those games to get in i do know some uh area teams have already called off games for uh today and even this weekend already and of course like i said it is the beginning of march madness it's the beginning of the ncaa tournament so i'll take a look at all the games that are going to be happening today including one that's going to happen right here on our airwaves 98.9 it's illinois fighting illini they're the nine seed and they're taking on the eight seed arkansas razorbacks eric musselman and the crew i'll get you set for uh, that matchup and also that's the last bracket that I haven't revealed yet in my uh, tournament of picks, and so I will reveal that a little bit later on. We'll see if we can squeeze it into the Trusher Hour, or I might have to squeeze it into uh, the podcast. And the picks will still count because even though you can't copy off of the picks, but uh, you'll I'll get them in 
before the games actually get underway there in the West. So it's going to be A-OK, even though it's going to release after the tournament uh, begins. So it'll be all right there. And we'll take a look at what happened with the uh, women's tournament last night with the uh, Fighting Illini on the women's side. And we'll also hit up on some other national sports as well, get to the NBA, the NHL, and, of course, we'll hit up on the World of Baseball Classic as well as USA moving on to doing what they always should have done and moving on to the uh, quarterfinals and uh, there's something that happened in the world baseball classic that everyone was kind of afraid might happen an injury and we'll talk about it if you missed it and we'll hit up on that uh, as well so uh, that's all coming up here on today's show a loaded show here on this uh, thursday the beginning of march madness thirsty thursday throwback thursday it is the day before saint patrick's day and it's also 316 day for those that celebrate if you know, you know. And the starting lineup would not be possible without the folks from McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and Tatopolis State Bank. All right, lots to jump into today, so uh, let's get it started. And I'm going to hit it up with what I always do, and that's first things first. Before we get into the show... First things first. And I'm going to start off with what I let off the show with yesterday in the uh, podcast form. And uh, that, of course, was the news that Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show uh, yesterday. And he said that he intends to play uh, for the New York uh, Jets. The only thing that is holding up is the uh, Packers and uh, Jets trying to figure out compensation for him uh, going to uh, New York. And uh, that is the only thing that stands in the way with him uh, playing uh, there. And I feel like I needed to uh it because I kind of did some not really live reactions, but just kind of my gut reactions uh, after it happened. I waited until uh, he was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday to kind of really digest what he said, and uh, I'm gonna break down more of what he said and give my some more of my thoughts and opinions on whole this whole Rogers situation because I was listening. I was sitting here in the uh, studios like I do here, working on uh, some things here, and I had Canty and Carlin in the uh, background, and I know Carlin's not the biggest fan of. Aaron Aaron Rodgers and I mean really who is there are very few people out there that are I guess a lot of people in New York are big fans of him now but not a lot of fans around here that wear orange and blue are big fans of a rod there but I felt like he was getting a drug through uh, the mud there uh, with uh, Carlin and uh, that got me to thinking you know I when LeBron James broke the scoring record here uh, the debate was, you know, LeBron versus MJ, and I came on here and I went scorched earth uh, on why I wasn't ready for that conversation. And then I got to think about it, and I said during that thing with LeBron that he was the most criticized athlete of our time, and Aaron Rodgers is becoming LeBron James. Everything that this man does is uh, criticized, and every little thing was getting broke down yesterday on ESPN Radio, and everything was getting criticized. Every little statement that he made was getting criticized, uh, particularly from Mr. Carlin. And one of the big things though, was that he said that he was, he still doesn't know what's going on. Yes, Carlin, we do know what's going on. Rogers bluntly said, 
I intend to play for the Jets next season. We do know what's going on. Now, the Packers do have the leverage, I guess, because they uh, technically still have him. They need to uh, trade him, and the Jets would need to give up a lot to uh, acquire him. Uh, I know a couple of people just threw out some low numbers. I think it was a low ball offer, a couple of offers that I heard uh, that the Jets would give up. But, you know, the Jets are a desperate team, of course, playing in the New York market. They're uh, desperate for a winning a team. So uh, they basically try to do anything to uh, get Mr. Rogers there. But, Carlin, we do know what's going on. He, ted, he said that he intends to play for the Jets in 2023. How much clearer can he be? And also one of the things that he was getting criticized for was that he said before that he went to the darkness retreat that he was 90% retired. And uh, then I guess when he came out of the darkness, he saw clarity and he decided to uh, play again, whatever motivational factor uh, that was. Maybe it's to spite the Packers uh, a little bit for giving up on him or whatever it may be. But he said he was 90% retired and going into it. And now all of a sudden he wants to play again. Hmm, this sounds very familiar, and Rodgers getting criticized for that yesterday. And where was the hate for Tom Brady when he just did this? He did it last offseason. Why are we raking Rodgers across the coals for kind of basically unretiring, even though he never officially said he was retired? Unlike Tom Brady, who actually came out and said that he was retired and reports said that he was done. And he actually had a letter out on social media thanking everyone for his career. That's why he didn't do a long, drawn-out thing this time around uh, for Brady, that is, in his retirement. And it looks like it's going to stick this time around. And then he comes out a couple months later or however many weeks later, Brady Brady unretires, so uh, I don't. I know that Brady got criticized a little bit for unretiring, but I don't feel like he got a lot of slack for that, and I don't really see what the difference is. And I think Brady's situation was uh, a lot worse. He actually retired, put out the statement that he was moving on to the next chapter in his life, and Rodgers uh, had not done that. I guess all the difference in the world with Brady and Rodgers is that Brady has won more championships, whether they were deserving or not. Uh, he's won more than Rodgers has in uh, Roger, or, uh, winning cures all in uh, that aspect. And then also uh, Rodgers addressed the, the narrative about the wish list that he had for the uh, New York Jets. And uh, he basically said that that was not true. And I think it was Diana Rossini who reported that wish list or kind of the demand list of all the players that he would like to play with. Uh, with uh, the uh, Jets basically said that no one in his inner circle talks to those people and I absolutely loved the response that he had to Adam Schefter after he got out of the darkness retreat and Schefter tweeted it out too it was the great it was one of the greatest things uh, Rogers uh, tweeted him at, or texted him back uh, lose my number good try though after reporting about some things during the darkness retreat I just love him going after Schefter like that lose my number that is just uh beautiful uh there and uh, then there was two things that uh rogers i am kind of going pro rogers here in this situation because i think everyone's going the opposite way and i know the difference between uh the brady and rogers thing not only that brady wins a lot but it doesn't it didn't seem like it was drawn out this one seemed like it was super drawn out and it's going to draw out even more since it's not really official Roger just basically said that, hey, I tend to play for New York. Uh, things have got to get worked out between the two sides, but uh, I plan on playing for the Jets.
uh, next season and Brady's wasn't as drawn out. It was just kind of, hey, I'm I'm retired uh, one day randomly. Two things that I will criticize the Rodgers for is that I think it is kind of hypocritical uh, that he is mad that the Packers seem to want to move on. And this is kind of the vibe that he got after he uh, got out of the darkness retreat. Well, of course the Packers wanted to move on. You just said it yourself. You were 90% retired and now you're mad that they want to, that they were trying to move on. Well, you just said that they were that you were done. You thought you were pretty much done at that point, and uh, you left the field with Randall Cobb and that whole scene. That was definitely either a a retirement moment or b hey, this is the last time I'm going to be here at Lambeau in a Packer uniform, which was to a loss, by the way. And the last pass they threw in a Green Bay Packer uniform is going to be an interception by U of I alum Kirby Joseph. Just want everyone to remember that, just as well as the last pass in Tom Brady's career. Well, in a Patriots uniform was a pick six by the Titans in the playoffs and that also was a Lions loss by the way as well so I think it's kind of hypocritical for Rodgers to kind of be mad about the Packers wanting to move on when he was basically retired already and he even said that himself so I think that was kind of uh, wrong in his aspect and also he was talking about direct communication and there wasn't any the lack of direct communication between the two sides well that's kind of funny when uh, he doesn't ever speak in uh, true form as he kind of tiptoes around everything's and speaks in codes uh, every now and then I don't know what he says about stuff behind closed doors and whatnot with the Packers but uh, basically and it all stems back to uh, when the Packers drafted Jordan Love and not being um, kind of privy to that or, you know, picking Jordan Love when there are other needs like wide receiver and whatnot that the team needed rather than to pick a Rodgers successor there in that aspect. But uh, that's all stuff that has been talked about and just beat into the ground there. But uh, I just thought that, that a lot of stuff was negative Rodgers yesterday uh, when maybe it shouldn't have been so a negative uh, here. But it was mainly negative on uh, Canty and Carlin. Uh, there, I didn't really catch a lot of Fitz and Harry, bub. Um, so it looks like Rodgers is going to two of the uh, Jets. The only thing that the deal needs to be decided is what kind of compensation it is. I wouldn't be surprised if they get a bunch of draft picks. I wouldn't be shocked if the Jets trade the number one or their number one pick in the 13th overall selection in the first round. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Uh, but just a boatload of picks should come their way or possibly maybe even a defender that's on the uh, Jets. And uh, we'll just see who the Jets decided to uh, sign. He basically was like, well, of course I would want to play with these guys that are my were my teammates that I enjoyed playing with. And, of course, everyone wants to play with Odell Beckham there. It wasn't really a wish list or a demand list uh, there. He kind of debunked that with uh, Diana Rossini's report uh, there. So uh, it looks like, for now, Rodgers is going to uh, the uh, Jets, but uh, still nothing official has been done with compensation there. And also yesterday, I uh, remember that uh, Greeny was taking victory laps after it happened. His wife had a lot of fun posting photos of him with the the announcement and then afterwards popping bottles there for Mr. Greeny. Very happy that uh, he might have a quarterback in Aaron Rodgers next season for his Jets. But uh, we'll just have to see what the compensation is for these two sides or maybe if it even gets done at all. Packers might hold him hostage like Rodgers kind of 
held everyone hostage here with this decision. All right, I'm going to step away here, and I've talked enough about Aaron Rodgers. That's enough. I won't speak him anymore, and hopefully we won't talk about him uh, for at least till next week. And I'm going to hit up some local sports coming up next. I'll tell you what happened yesterday in baseball and a softball, and Gia is set for the tentative schedule, weather permitting for today. And that's what's all coming up here on the Star Lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. Great deals are springing up everywhere at Rule King. So come on in and save. Take $20 off Kentucky Tall Fescue Grass Seed, now only $99.99 a bag. And feed that green with Greenskeeper Secret Fertilizer for just $17.99 a 40-pound bag. Plus save $2 on Valvoline Premium Conventional Oil and various weights, now just $20.99 for a 5-quart container. Enjoy these savings and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King. America's farm and home store. Your home is an investment for the long term, and your home's foundation is the key to protecting that investment. For foundation problems like wall cracks and uneven floors, or issues with a wet basement or crawl space, contact All Things Basementy experts, Woods Basement Systems. Call Woods at 800-388-9326. That's 800-388-9326. Foundation problems don't get better with time, they get better with us. And All Things Basementy experts. Go to WoodsBasementSystems.com today. That's WoodsBasementSystems.com. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Totally changed my life. It's amazing. I don't have any cravings. You want to quit, but have found it impossible. This is the thing for you. I have absolutely no cravings. It's the darndest thing I have ever seen in my life. It's not for entertainment. It's for results. Do it. It works. Period. You've tried everything else. You need to come and try this. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Because don't just cut down, but stop smoking. In addition, lose all the weight 100% guaranteed. With Mark Patrick Seminars, let hypnosis destroy unwanted cravings and lose the weight. That's right, seminar Monday, March 20th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham. Weight loss seminars at 5.30 p.m. Stop smoking seminars at 8 p.m. Registrations 30 minutes prior to seminar. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free loan a tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for loan a tool. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) 
<laughs> it looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. And now, shut up. I'm so tired of spoiled, privileged kids thinking that they deserve something. They don't deserve anything. You earn it. Shut up. With your 256,000 signatures, who gives a crap? They're most probably bots anyways. The starting lineup. Hi, my name is Eric. And I live in Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Aurora. Excellent. I've had plenty of day jobs. Aurora. Nothing I'd call a career. I'll say this. I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. It's from Wayne's World. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? On 98.9 The Game. Hey, there's my uh, St. Patty's music. It's almost upon us. It's almost tomorrow. And welcome back here to the uh, starting lineup. And the greatest time in all of sports. March Madness is officially underway. And it looks like West Virginia has the early uh, lead over uh, Maryland. Uh, there has a lot of people have one eye on their work, one eye on their phones here. Hey, I'm not revealing uh, too much here on the radio, am I? Hopefully none of my bosses are listening, right? Hey, I think everyone knows what's happening this time of year. Let's hit up on uh, some local sports, some baseball and a uh, softball. That happened yesterday, and I'll get you set for hopefully the schedule today. I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, we'll tell you about it anyways. Uh, but let's take a look at some uh, local sports. Uh, first in baseball in uh, Altamont, they kicked off the season with a victory over Nokomis, 10 to nothing. Altamont got the scoring started right in the uh, first inning. They also scored two in the third and. And the fourth as well, and four runs in the fifth inning. And they added another in the sixth inning to finish this one early. Nokomis only had two hits in the game. Robbins tossed a heck of a game. He had four innings, one hit ball, and a walk three, but struck out seven. Elon come in in relief after him and went one and two-thirds innings, gave up a hit, three walks, and three Ks. And like I said, those are the only two hits that Nokomis got all game. Robinson uh, was at the plate three for four with three RBIs. Kata Miller had a couple of RBIs. Uh, Phillips had two RBIs. Schultz, Earhart, and Elam, or Short, uh, Schultz and er- Earhart and Elam, yeah, all had RBIs as well in Altamont's first victory of the uh, new uh, spring season. 
it was KZ defeating Count Herrick Beecher City in a very competitive ball game as CHBC jumped out with two runs in the first inning. They picked up another in the third to make it three to nothing. And then a KZ comes back and ties it up in the fourth inning with three runs there in that bottom half. And then also they walked it off in the seventh with a run for a win. Uh, Radloff led the way at the dish for CHBC. He had a couple RBIs. Lorton also had an RBI as well. Short had two RBIs, and Reddick's had a couple uh, had an RBI as well for the Warriors in a victory. It was a South Central over Sullivan, 14-2-5. Sullivan got the scoring started, one in the first inning, but then South Central responds with three in the bottom half, and then they break it open in the third. They scored eight runs there, and each team actually scored four runs in the fourth inning, but uh, South Central gets the dub. Uh, Dodson, he picked up the win on the mound. He went three innings, only give a a couple hits, one run, three walks, but four Ks as well. And Dotson also had a home run at the dish and drove in three RBIs. And Thompson also had three ribbies as well. Magnus and Banera, they had a couple RBIs. And Markley and Rob had RBIs apiece for them in the South Central dub. Lawrenceville defeated Dietrich 5-1. to Lawrenceville got the scoring started in the third inning with a run. And then the Maroons tied it up in the fifth inning. But then Lawrenceville crooked number in the sixth. They put up a four spot in that inning and they would eventually go on to win. Uh, Baxter was the only uh, man uh, driving in a run for the Maroons and uh, Patterson and Gray were credited with RBIs for Lawrenceville. Uh, Ivers gets the uh, win. He went five innings, only giving up three hits, one run, four walks, and four Ks as well. And Dill takes the loss. He went five innings, give up five hits, four runs. Only three of them were earned and eight Ks. Over in the little Illini, Marshall, they defeated Robinson 6-5. Uh, to five. Newton got the win over Fairfield by a couple of touchdowns, 14-2-0. Uh, Newton scored a 2 in the first, 3 in the second, 5 in the third, and 4 in the fourth. Cricket numbers all over the place. And uh, Carter Reach, he uh, throws a gem on the mound. He goes four innings, only giving up a hit, no runs, three walks, and 10 Ks as well. Flowers led the way at the dish. He had four RBIs. Um, Mahaffey had a couple RBIs as well and a whole slew of guys picking up RBIs as well in the Apollo it was Mascuda getting the win over Effingham 5 to nothing there at SIU Edwardsville uh, Mascuda scored a run in the first and the second innings and also picked up three in the sixth inning uh, Effingham was only able to scrap across two hits Fox and Raditz gets credit for those two hits and McDevitt Takes the loss for the Hearts. He went three innings, giving up a couple hits, a couple runs, one walk, and five Ks in the L. Harrisburg defeated Muhammad Seymour in a competitive game of 3-2-1. Mattoon, they uh, shut out Eisenhower 13-2-0. Lincoln over Olympia 10-6. And Westville over Charleston 9-2-0. In the Central Illinois, it was Moreau Forsyth over Tuscola 20-0. Putting it on them there. Oka Valley over Central A&M 11-0. Warrensburg Latham over Ala 12-1. And it was Shelbyville defeating Nioga 11-2-1. Rams got runs in two runs in the first, one run in the third and fourth, five in the fifth inning, and two more in the sixth innings to finish things off. Nioga, their only run came in the sixth inning. Uh, Trimble led the way at the plate for the Rams. He had four RBIs. Beals also had a couple RBIs. Uh, the lone RBI for Nioga went to Will 
and uh, Trimble got the win on the mound, and Hennessy takes the loss for Nioga. South Central Conference, Father McGivney over Vandalia, 8-4. Staunton over Bunker Hill, 13-2. Litchfield over Lebian, 8-5. Trenton Wesleyan over Greenville, 8-3. And finally, in the Lincoln Prairie, Monticello defeated Villa Grove 11-1. In a softball action, we had Cumberland defeat Dietrich by the final of 9-2 as Cumberland picked up runs in the first and two in the second, five in the fifth, and Dietrich scores their two runs in the fourth inning. Lewis picks up the win in the circle. She goes seven innings, only giving up four hits, one walk, and seven Ks, and Craig takes the loss for Dietrich. Uh, Carr led the way at the dish. She had a couple RBIs. Cross, Kingery, Belmont, Coleman, Martinez all had RBIs for the Pirates and Ava Meinhardt and Utherall had RBIs for the Maroons. Uh, Little Illini, Casey defeated Sullivan 13-0. Mount Carmel defeated Carmine White County in a high-scoring affair by a field goal, 17-14. And Paris picks up the win over Okaw Valley, 6-4. Peyton Smith was on it in the circle once again, back-to-back days here. She goes seven innings and 12 Ks in that one. Central Illinois, it was Tuscola defeating Moreau Forsyth, 6-5. Ella Boyer goes deep for the Warriors in the victory. Clinton over Sarah Gordo, 15-2-0. Uh, Lincoln Prairie, Villa Grove over Monticello, 9-2. Tri-Valley over Blue Ridge, 17-2. Williamsville over Argenta, 10-0. The Apollo Lincoln defeated Porta, 11-0. And in the South Central, it was Trent Wesleyan over Greenville, 16-7. Staunton over Father McGivney, 6-1. And Litchfield over Lebian, 4-2-3. All action from yesterday. The schedule for today not looking so uh, great out there right now for the weather to uh, cooperate with us. So none of these games will probably happen, but I'll run through the schedule anyways. Uh, All are supposed to be at Altamont. Dietrich supposed to be hosted in Paris. Nioga at Mulberry Grove. Little Illini, Mount Carmel at Newton. Uh, Oakwood against Casey. Uh, Decatur LSA hosting Colfax Ridgeview. Westville against Villa Grove. Central A&M at Hayworth. Uh, Litchfield at Piasaw Southwestern. And Mount Zion is supposed to be at the coin. And in softball, the top list is supposed to be at Bree Central in TC. Uh, St. Elmo Brownstown at Cumberland. Dietrich supposed to be hosting Odin. Wayne City at North Clay. A little Illini Vandalia at Newton. Paris hosting Totopolis. Uh, Arthur Lovington at Woodhammond against Casey. Lawrenceville against Marshall. Robinson at Mount Carmel. And, uh, yes, I think I mixed it up on the schedule there. Totopolis was supposed to be in baseball uh, there today. As I mentioned there, that little line I game, Paris against Totopolis. That should be a good one if it happens, but... We'll see if they get it in. Uh, Sullivan against Decatur MacArthur. South Central, Greenville against Nokomis. Auburn hosting Staunton. Hillsborough at East Allenwood River. Greenfield Northwestern at Litchfield. And we also have Totopolis at a track meet in Mount Zion. But that's going to be at the indoor facility uh, there at Mount Zion there. So shouldn't have any problems getting that in indoors but uh good luck trying to squeeze in the games with the uh, raindrops here today probably not going to happen and i did already see some teams uh, uh canceling games for tomorrow as well due to some cold temps as a uh, brownstown st elmo baseball is already off for tomorrow against hillsboro uh so one game already being called off and i'll try to keep them up today on the website over at fmradio.com for you to stay up to date with that on our local sports tab. All right, now I'll step away and I'll talk some NCAA March Madness tournament already underway. Looks like Virginia 
all over Maryland right now. Good job. Good start for the uh, Big Ten already, already representing. And we'll tell you about all the rest of the game that's going on today as as well as what happened with the Illini women last night in their NCAA tournament game. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Topless State Bank and Topless Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. If you're in business, I'm sure you've heard that digital can help you get customers through your door. Please join Cromwell Media in Effingham for a free educational seminar on digital advertising. We'll provide coffee and donuts while we chat about the latest digital marketing trends and tricks that can help your business grow. Learn how you can bring in more dough to your business with the power of radio and digital marketing. Save the date, Thursday, March 23rd from 8 a.m. to 9.15 at the Effingham Event Center, 1501 West Fayette Avenue in Effingham. When the power of radio is combined with digital marketing, brand recall increases four and a half times. Join us to learn more about products like targeted display, geofencing, connected TV, pre-roll video, targeted email, and more. Reserve your spot today for Cromwell Media's free informational, no pressure, digital, and donuts by going to FEMradio.com or call 217-342-4141. Spots are limited, so please RSVP. March is a big month at Plan Z. It's the month when people who quit the first diet they started in January decide not to quit on their weight loss goals. It's also the time we run our customer appreciation sale. This year, we're going to pull out all the stops by offering a totally new pricing program for Plan Z. Become a member for just $19 a month. Then buy your dieting supplies as you need them. The ZR50 Crave Control Spray will be discounted too. This stuff is magic. Of course, this is a very limited time offer, so hop on it. Plan Z is still backed up with two guarantees. One of them is a skeptic's guarantee that allows you to try Plan Z and convince yourself that this is the right diet for you. If you have ever thought about doing Plan Z but backed off because it didn't fit the budget, take the time now to visit PlanZDiet.com and get the new details on this amazing offer. We are still the safest, most effective, best-tasting diet on the planet. You'll eat real food, you won't have to exercise, and you'll see results fast. PlanZDiet.com. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Sarah wants a yard. My own little paradise. Brad, however, hates yard work. The only thing I hate more than cutting the grass is paying someone to cut the grass. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Sarah and Brad found a great home with a yard. A very, very small yard. Time to get it done. And I'm done. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. 
Lowe's always has more ways for you to save. On top of our everyday low prices, pros can save big when buying in bulk. Or if your purchase is over $1,500, ask about our volume savings program. A pro associate can provide a customized quote. Ask about our volume savings programs today. It always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. While supplies last, minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Volume discount pricing quotes are valid up to seven days. Visit your local pro desk to learn more and start saving. Offers subject to change may not be available in all Lowe's stores. And now... Already been postponed. Didn't think a hockey game was possible to get postponed, but I guess due to some inclement weather uh, coming in, it is. How about that? Something's not right. You don't say. The starting lineup. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. On 98.9 The Game. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. Travis Sparks, either a sports center update. The Blues gave up five goals. What? In the second period, and their 8-5 to five loss. My goodness, to the Minnesota Wild in St. Louis last night, despite uh, Ric Flair talking in the locker room beforehand. Uh, Blues had a 3-1 to one lead heading into the second period, but the Blues gave up three goals in under two minutes to go down by one. St. Louis is in sixth place in the Central Division with 63 points. The Bulls were defeated in the final seconds of a 117-114 loss to the Sacramento Kings after Demir DeRozan tied the game with a four-point play in the final 12 seconds of regulation. De'Aaron Fox knocked down a three at the buzzer to give the Kings the uh, victory. Chicago blew a 16-point first-half lead in losing effort. Uh, the Blackhawks began a five-game road trip with a contest against the Predators tonight. Uh, the Blackhawks snapped a three-game losing streak by beating the Bruins 6-3 on a Tuesday. Justin Fields is a new backup quarterback. The uh, uh, Bears signed Panther P.J. Walker to a two-year contract last night. Walker spent the last three seasons in Carolina. Uh, the Colts continue to shore up their offensive line on Wednesday. Indianapolis signed its offensive lineman Carter O'Donnell to a contract extension. Also, a marquee name is going to the Cincinnati Bengals. Orlando Brown Jr. agreed to a four-year $64 million deal with Cincinnati. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. It's Travis Sparks here hitting you up with the uh, sports centers today. Eric is on a location today. And I can't throw it over to Eric, and we can't lose the connection here because he's elsewhere on location uh, today. And all right, I give myself a B- on that one. I didn't think that one was too bad. Uh, the only reason I give myself a lesser grade there is I didn't get to as much as I would have liked to there. All right, March Madness is already underway. West Virginia is thumping Maryland right now. Again, great start by the Big Ten already here. Uh, Forum in West Virginia are about ready to uh, tip it off here. Uh, we also got Utah State, Missouri coming up at 1240 at 1 o'clock. Howard and Kansas, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi against uh, Alabama at 145. 210 is Charleston and San Diego State. 310 is Princeton against Arizona, and I'll get to Illinois and Arkansas here in a minute, but they're squeezed in there. Auburn and Iowa at 550, 610, Oral Roberts and Duke, Colgate and Texas at 625, 635, Boise State and Northwestern, Northern Kentucky and Houston at 820, 840, Louisiana, Tennessee 8.55, Penn State and Texas A&M, and then 9 o'clock, UCLA and UNC Asheville. 
begins their game tonight. And at 3.30, and it's right here on this station, 98.9, 2.30 will begin the pregame show. It's Illinois versus Arkansas, 9 versus 8. Arkansas currently two point of favorites here in this contest. And why do I feel so optimistic? Why did my 2% feeling of Illinois making the second weekend turn into 50%? Well, that was this draw with the Arkansas Razorbacks because we are mere images of each other. That's why I think that we have a chance because Arkansas has underachieved this season. Eric Musselman, of course, is a great coach. He's led the Razorbacks to back-to-back uh, -to -back Elite Eight appearances. But this season, they got bounced in the first round of the SEC tournament and they haven't really put it together with such a talented roster that they have. Nick Smith, Anthony Black, they're both projected to be lottery picks in the upcoming draft. And they also have Jordan Walsh, Rick Council IV as well. So they have good players. It's just that they haven't put it together and they've underachieved. Is that something familiar here with the Illini? And also subpar three-point shooting. That's right. Uh, we are not that great, and I'll get to the rankings here in a second. And we're only 1-6 against some of the other better three-point shooting teams in the Big Ten. Well, Arkansas, they're 32% from beyond the arc this year. That's 11th in the SEC. And they also, Illini, they rank 65th among 68 tournament teams in three-point percentage at 30.9%. Well, Arkansas right there, they rank 62nd with that 31.7% clip. So right there. We're just right there, neck and neck. So that's why I think that we mirror each other so well. And, of course, Illinois just has to put it together. We can't start out slowly. We started out every single other game. Uh, you know, Matthew Myers got to show up. Terrence Chaney Jr. has got to show up. I think that if Epps is he, if he is healthy and ready to go, which I think uh, that he is in particular more than he was in the last couple of games, particularly definitely in the last game against Purdue, I think Epps will be ready to go. So I think that uh, the Illini have a good shot here today. And uh, look at this past tournament history. Of course, last year we were the four seed. We barely squeaked by Chattanooga. And then we lost to uh, Houston. And that's not a bad loss there. But then the last two years ago, the number one seed, of course, I saw a picture of him the other day of Leola Chicago, of Crudwig there that we lost to, that face that haunts my nightmares and dreams. Uh, of course, we got by Drexler in the opening round, but then we lost to uh, Crudwig and Leola Chicago there in 2021. And uh, those were the one seed and a four seed, nine seed this year. So, you know what? More often than not, we're... We do. We put together a couple wins. I mean, in uh, 2009, we were bounced in the first round in Western Kentucky as a five seed. Uh, but, you know, in 2009 as a nine, we beat UNLV, and then we lost to, oh, hey, oh, there's Kansas potentially here. And uh, we also had uh, as a seven seed in 2013, we beat Colorado, and then we lost to uh, Miami. And then, of course, we didn't make the tournament until 2021 there. But, I really do think that Illinois has a shot today, and we'll see what happens on a Saturday if they can get there against Kansas. 
And uh, the only thing I'll say about that is that if you remember all the way back, and if Eric was here, I'm sure he'd uh, call me out on it, that it's just the preseason. It was just a scrimmage. But, hey, we talk about it all the time with high school coaches, and they bring it up. They bring up summer ball all the time about how they matched up against other teams. And that's exactly what Illinois and Kansas did. They matched up in an underground scrimmage. Not a lot of people knew about it. It wasn't very publicized at all. And Illinois ended up getting the win on that night there. So that's why I think Illinois has the best ch- has a good shot against Kansas on Saturday if they can get by Arkansas, if they can put it all together. And I don't care that Kansas has the best resume in America, according to a lot of people with what they have. And they also are playing for their coach as well. As I didn't see uh, if uh, Coach Self was going to be uh, coaching in uh, today's game. I did see uh, earlier this week that he was listed a day today. I know that I think it came out that he was going in for a routine uh, procedure there with uh, dealing with his heart. Uh, I think he got a couple of stints in his heart I mean I definitely have some history uh with that and I don't know if I would want uh someone that I know coaching a basketball game uh, after having a couple of stints uh put in but hey that's him so I don't know if he'll be a coaching it today we'll have to see uh what happens I haven't heard and we'll have to see what happens on a Saturday uh there so maybe if I just click on the uh, Jayhawks and yeah yeah, that's right. Okay, so a couple hours ago, it says that he's going to be out for at least the opener of a today's game for Coach Self. So, um, you know, I'll get my picks later on in the in the pod as I'll break down this game. But I just kind of revealed myself there with uh, my Illinois picks. I do have them beating Arkansas today, and it is absolutely scary how far I can predict this Illinois team to go with how my bracket uh, shakes out. But uh, I do have them losing to a Kansas in the round of 32. But that can't be because my prediction, I said it after I tweeted it out and I put it out in the universe. I said, you're going to expose me on freezing cold takes later on. But this is this team is still going to make the second weekend. And in order for that to happen, they need to beat Arkansas. They need to beat Kansas. And for order for me to look like a, a genius, maybe that's too big of a word, but at least makes me look like a, a great fan for supporting this team no matter what. After the absolute drubbing that we had on bragging rights, I still said we were going to make the second weekend. I still believe that we can make it happen if we beat Arkansas today. And I would absolutely love it to bust some brackets and might even bust some brackets out there that are Lina fans that are kind of giving up on uh, this season or kind of moving on to uh, next year uh, already, which is uh, kind of a dumb as, hey, let's celebrate. We're the winningest team the last five years in the Big Ten. And look at look what I just said a, a few minutes ago. 2013 was the last time we made the tournament and two from two years ago. And so that was a long drought that we didn't make the NCAA tournament and that we were pretty bad with those coach gross years. And I talk about that all the time. That's all about perspective is thinking how bad it was. Think how bad it could be if – uh, we didn't even, if we're not here, if we're Michigan, we're playing in the NIT. No, at least we're playing in the uh, big tournament. And I know that we've had some recent disappointments, but that's a higher seeds. Our expectations last two seasons, maybe not last year, but particularly when we were the one seed, we were, people were picking us to the final four. I was picking them to win the championship just because uh, I thought that they were a talented team. And so our expectations the last two seasons haven't been any higher. This season, our expectations coming into the tournament haven't been any lower 
the, the vibes that I get from fans. So that's why I think that we can reverse fortunes here today. But uh, we'll see how it all gets started. And this is not boding well for the future of my day. My app is not working uh, very well. So uh, I'll have to see if I can correct that after the show. But I got to close out the show with uh, some uh, NBA and some World Baseball Classic talk coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10th, 2023 may be paid back to August 10th, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Dell Technologies President's Day event is here with deals to power all your passions. The savings start now on select sleek XPS laptops and more powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for these limited-time President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 877-ASK-DELL. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Boise area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702. Online at CordellCordell.com. And now, Illinois, they won barely. And I, I had to laugh because after the game, Mr. C.J. Frederick for Iowa started crying. He's never been played like that before defensively. He just couldn't get open. They were grabbing him all game. He was fouled on every possession. They just wouldn't let me get open. The starting lineup. Start the crybaby sound effect. <laughs> Illinois wouldn't let him open. He was crying after the game. On 98.9 The Game. CJ Frederick. Get out of my gym. Welcome to the Big Ten, fella. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Only here on 98.9 The Game for a little bit longer. Make sure you tune in at 2.30 for the uh, pregame for the Illinois and Arkansas game. And uh, don't look now. Like I told you, way to represent the Big Ten. Maryland, here they come. The 
coming back against West Virginia here. All right. I'll continue to monitor the NCAA tournament, but uh, let's talk about the association first as the 76ers. They beat the Cavs last night 118-109. to Heat over the uh, Grizzlies 138-119. to As uh, I mentioned, uh, the Rockets. I mentioned the Bulls getting beat by the Kings. There, Demir DeRozan at 33 for Chicago on the hill. Rockets over the Lakers. What are you doing, L.A.? 114-201-10. Uh, Reeves was your leading scorer for the Lakers. Ugh, losing to the Rockets. That's not good. Celtics over the Timberwolves, 104-102. Jalen Brown goes off for 35. It was the Mavs over the Spurs in OT, 137-21-28. Dallas outscored them 16-7 in the overtime session. And the Clippers beat the Warriors 134-1-26. Steph Curry's 50 points wasn't good enough to beat the Clippers on the road. And Warriors really have a struggle to this season. They got a losing streak now on the road. I think it was like seven or eight games. And they're 7-27 and away from Oracle uh, Arena. Or, nope, that's that was their old arena. They had Chase Center, uh, I believe, is the... Uh, arena name for their Golden State now. So they've been terrible on the road this season. Ouch. Games going on tonight. Nuggets, Pistons, Kings, Nets, Thunder Pacers, or Thunder Raptors, Pacers, Bucks, and Magic and Suns. And, hey, since the NCAA tournament is going on, no place to put those games. So none of those are televised except for on NBA TV there so uh last night and we already had one game go on early this morning in the world of baseball classic as yesterday venezuela they finished things off after i was recording the podcast they beat israel 5-2-1 so venezuela on two of the uh, quarterfinals they were already there but uh they wanted to finish off pool play undefeated and that's exactly what they had done did it's also Mexico getting the win over Canada and with a 3-1 and pool record. They advance on to the quarterfinals in the World of Baseball Classic. And it was also who will they meet? Well, they, a lot of people thought, tournament favorites in this one was Japan and the Dominican Republic. Well, the Dominican Republic, they get bounced in a pool play as Puerto Rico, Yadi Molina's team, as uh, it was Christian Vasquez coming up big with a home run. I think uh, Lindor also did some good things. Uh, Soto also hit a home run there as well. Lindor had an inside-the-park home run, if that. I thought he did something, and sure enough, he did. And Puerto Rico won 5-2. to two. So uh, they advance on to uh, the uh, quarterfinals, and they will meet the uh, Mex- Team Mexico on uh, actually – Tomorrow at a seven o'clock there in Miami, all these semifinal game or all these uh, quarterfinal games for these two uh, with uh, Venezuela and who will Venezuela meet? Well, they'll meet Team USA as they hung on to be Colombia and Mike Trout leads the way, drives in all three runs for the Americans and beat Colombia three to two. So. Uh, United States' only loss in pool of play was to Mexico, and Mexico's only loss was to Colombia. So a little bit uh, too close to comfort for me. I 
saw that the uh, United States was leading, and then I turned it back on, and it was still 3-2, to two, and I was like, all right, well, I got to see if we hold on because we got to deal with some run differential stuff. If like if Columbia would have scored or would have hit a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth, then, uh, then Canada still would have advanced uh, because the United States would have been 2-2, two and two, but luckily we didn't have to worry about that as uh, USA on to Miami, and they will take on Venezuela on a Saturday at 6 o'clock there at the Marlins Ballpark against Venezuela, and this is one and done. Winner will advance to the semifinals, still all in Miami to take on Cuba. So this is going to be a tall task for Team USA with Venezuela. They've been killing it, and, you know, everyone kind of overlooking them. And I told you about them. And here they are in the quarterfinals. And I think it'll be a tough game on Saturday. Uh, I would actually be kind of, I wouldn't be shocked if Venezuela pull, pulled this off. But over on the other side, of course, Puerto Rico is going to match up with Mexico uh, tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And the winner will take on Japan as they advance early this morning over Italy, 9-2-3. They easily got by the Italians. And so Japan will come to America and they will uh, be in Miami on a Monday at 6 o'clock to wait on the winner of Puerto Rico and Mexico. But obviously the biggest story coming out of Puerto Rico uh, game last night was the worst case scenario for the World Baseball Classic and uh, a player or uh, if you're rooting for a team, a player get injured, and that's exactly what happened. And it happened in the celebration as well. Oh my goodness! As Edwin Diaz, yes, the trumpets for for the uh, the Mets. He went down into the celebration, and a lot of the Puerto Rico players looked to be stunned or they looked to be really concerned about him, and he got placed into a wheelchair there as he was leaving the field. So uh, that is not good for uh, the Mets, who are expecting Edwin Diaz to be great this season once again. And if the Mets are want to be in any sort of contention in the National League, they need Diaz healthy and what, didn't they sign him just a, a big contract extension as well? So worst case scenario as Puerto Rico celebrated after pulling off the upset of the Dominican Republic, but then they immediately turn to somber as Edwin Diaz gets hurt and goes down with his leg. And it didn't even happen in the game. That's the worst thing about it for them is that it happened in the celebration. And uh, But injuries happen, and I know Eric would be like, see, this is why we shouldn't be playing another World Baseball Classic. The Mets are uh, pretty much um, against the eight ball to uh, start the season, and I had not seen uh, what the results were of an MRI or anything, or how, what, how long Diaz w would be out uh, there. Uh, so we'll have to see how long he will be out. But that's uh, a big blow for the uh, Mets there. All right, coming up in the uh, pod, I will get my picks for the West the bracket. I already told you about Illinois and how far I think they will go. But I'll reveal the rest of the West picks and also hit up on uh, some NHL news as well coming up in the pod but coming up next here is Fitz and Harry and we'll be back to talk about the NCAA tournament Eric will be back here in a studio with me that is the plan for tomorrow and we'll get the recap of that Illinois game win or lose we'll talk about the game on Saturday or we'll be recapping the underwhelming season coming to a close so uh, we'll be back for you tomorrow and catch us in the pod and 
Stay tuned for Illini basketball as well, coming up at 2.30 right here on 98.9. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the podcast. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Just Travis Sparks here, and I still got stuff to uh, talk about. Coming up, I'll be uh, picking my West portion of the uh, bracket and uh, see how far I got the uh, Fighting Illini going. If you missed any of the uh, show earlier, and also I got Eric's picks for the uh, Final Four as well. And uh, so make sure you stay tuned to that and also hit up on the NHL from last night as well and take a look at the standings with only about 14 or some teams have 16 games to go left in the year first before i get into any of that let's get to sports center more on that orlando brown uh, signing uh the uh, Bengals signed him to a four-year 64 million dollar contract to join the division winners offensive tackle won 31 million dollar signing bonus which is the largest ever for an o-lineman uh, the four-time Pro Bowler won a Super Bowl last season with the Chiefs and was originally selected by the Ravens for a third-round pick in the 2018 draft. He started every game over the past four seasons. So huge signing there for uh, Cincinnati uh, for that offensive lineman. Love that one. Dallas Cowboys, they're moving on from Zeke Elliott. Dallas is reportedly released a L- Elliott on Wednesday after seven seasons with the franchise. ESPN is reporting that 27-year-old will be designated as a post-June 1st cut, which will save the team nearly $11 million towards the salary cap. Elliott is coming off a career low 876 rushing yards this past season, but he still found the end zone 12 times. The Bucks uh, they're finding their replacement for Tom Brady. ESPN reports... Tampa is signing uh, Baker Mayfield to a one-year deal worth up to $8.5 million. Mayfield will likely compete with uh, 2021 a second-round pick, Kyle Trask, for the uh, starting job. The former number one overall pick played seven games with the Panthers before being released and signed with the Rams last season. The 2023 college football season hasn't even begun, but we already know where they're headed overseas next year. It was announced that Florida State will battle Georgia Tech in Dublin. The game will be on August 24th, 2024, 8-24-24, like that date. It will be the fifth time a college football game has been played in Dublin. And the NBA is suspending Memphis Grizzlies star John Morant for eight games without pay. Morant has been away from the team since earlier this month after being seen on Instagram Live showed him holding a firearm at a suburban Denver nightclub, a.k.a. strip club. He also just recently left a counseling program in Florida. He only spent a week there. Uh, Morant's suspension includes six games he's already missed, and the guard will be eligible to return to the Grizzlies on March 20th against the Mavs. So wait a minute. I didn't even know. I didn't know that it was already time served. Six games he's already missed. So he basically suspended two more extra games. I thought he was going to be suspended at eight additional games. 
How about that? Uh, the Warriors are also losing Andre Godala to another injury. Golden State announced on Wednesday that the forward will undergo surgery on a fractured left wrist next week. Iguodala was injured in a Monday's win over the Suns, and there's no timetable for his return. The 39-year-old has played just eight games this season after making his debut in January. Iguodala was dealt there, or has dealt with several hip injuries this season. And that is your Sports Center for today. And uh, let's turn things over before I turn things back over to the NCAA uh, tournament. As uh, Avalanche won in a shootout over the uh, Maple Leafs as the goals were scored in the first period. But that was it up until the uh, shootout. And Colorado wins 2-2-1. Two, two, and Nathan McKinnon scores the game winner to help Colorado with the uh, dub. Capitals over the uh, Sabres 5-2-4 last night. Ovechkin returns and scores a goal and also picked up an assist as well. And, hey, former Blue, TJ Oshie, picking up a goal and an assist as well. And the Islanders beat the Ducks 6-3. Games going on tonight, Canadians Panthers, Penguins Rangers, Lightning Devils, Avalanche Senators, Blackhawks Predators, Bruins Jets, Stars, Oilers, Canucks, Coyotes, Flames, Golden Knights, Blue Jackets, Kings, and Kraken and the Sharks tonight as well. And uh, I kind of ran through it quickly with my sports under hit uh, there. But, yes, in St. Louis I saw and was brought to my attention yesterday that uh, Ric Flair was in the uh, locker room last night uh, reading out the uh, starting lineups uh, like they do. Only as Ric Flair can style it in a profile uh, there for Woo, Mr. Rick Flair. But it didn't seem like his uh, speech or reading the lineups worked at all. Blues came out and gave up an eight spot to Minnesota. Ugh, not, uh, not so good. Not so good. As uh, that will do it uh, from hockey. And uh, let's move on to uh, the uh, NCAA uh, tournament here as I have been going through my brackets. And you know where I stand here for the radio challenge that we have on ESPN. Brackets are closed, obviously, with the tournament already underway. Uh, so uh, in my final four so far, I have Alabama, Duke, Texas, and then we need to decide the West here today. Now, I'm not going to go through uh, like extensively like I have the past few days with uh, this bracket, but um, I might hit up on a little things, touch up on uh, a few things, but we'll go in-depth with it too much. I already talked a lot about Kansas. I think they'll beat Howard. And, uh, yes, I think Illinois, again, I'll reiterate from what I said on the show uh, during the Trestle Show, I think that Illinois will win today, and they'll get by Arkansas, and we'll see what happens in the second round. Wouldn't be shocked if that ends up happening. Uh, but uh, let's uh, see the other matchups. Uh, St. Mary's a matchup against uh, VCU. All right, I just decided I'm on the fly, so let's go. Let's just run through it like we always have. Uh, Randy Bennett. First season in 2001 for St. Mary's. They've only reached the second weekend once, and that was in 2010. Four players are averaging double figures for St. Mary's. Uh, Bennett's strategy this season has been to uh, play as one of the slowest teams in America. A uh, 
WCC low, 63.2 possessions per game in league play. Also playing an elite defense as well, ranking in the top 10 in adjusted defense efficiency. And outside of its two losses to Gonzaga, the margin of defeat in its other five losses this season were just five or fewer. And the last two games against Gonzaga, the Gales have uh, outs- were outscored 77-68 and 77-51, respectively. Over the other side, VCU, the 12 seed, Mike Rhodes, as the Rams head coach has led the team to its third NCAA turn appearance in five years, but it has not won a game during that time frame. So searching for his first tournament win. Rams' defensive pressure could be the difference. They force turnovers on nearly one-fifth of the league's opponents' possessions. So to put that in perspective, every four trips up the floor, eight ten opponents had a, a turnover there. They're led offensively by Adrian Baldwin Jr., scoring about 12 points a game. And they also have some experience on the offensive side as well during a nine-game winning streak. And they also culminated with beating Dayton in the A-10 tournament championship game there. Uh, UConn matching up with uh, Iona. And uh, we talked about last week about uh, the most deserving that didn't win and the least deserving that did. This UConn team has kind of feels of 2011 a little bit. Uh, they do have seven losses in Big East play, and they do have an impressive resume, though, other than those seven losses in uh, Big East. They have wins over Alabama, Oregon, Iowa State, Creighton, and Marquette. And Adam Sagano is a force, a 16 points a game. He's one of the reasons UConn owns the nation's top offensive rebounding rate. He's surrounded uh, by Jordan Hawkins as well, and uh, he's pretty good from outside of the arc. Tristan Newton as well. He's pretty balanced as he scored a 10 points a game and also had uh, – the Huskies ranked in the top 15 in both adjusted offense and a defense of efficiency. So uh, right there, uh, UConn in 2011, they might have been underwhelming in a league play, but they do have some impressive wins on their resume uh, there, and we know how far uh, 2011 carried them. Oh, Iona, they're the 13th seed, and this could be the end of for Coach Rick, Pat- Rick Patino. There, he's reportedly a target for the St. John's job after they fired a Mike Anderson. But uh, Rick Patino has led Iona to its second NCAA tournament appearances in three years. They do have the MAC Player of the Year in Walton Clayton Jr. He scored 16.9 points a game. He's 44% from beyond the arc. They also have a couple of first-teamers that led the Gales to a 27-win season. And that also includes a 14-game winning streak entering the NCAA tournament. So it could be a swan song for old Coach Paterno uh, there before he goes on to two greener pastures. Uh, the next matchup, we have a TCU going up again, uh, the sixth seed. And Mike Miles Jr., that's the guy that uh, maybe you need to look out for. He's coming back after missing a, five games due to a knee injury. He returned in the final five games of the regular season, and he connected on 40% of his shots inside the arc. And uh, that was below his average of 58%. On the season, but TCU does have some good victories on their resume. They got wins over Kansas, Kansas State, Baylor, and a Texas, so that's pretty good. But TCU, 
they're worse than Illinois in three-point shooting percentage. They got a 30% shooting percentage mark, and they also have a 70% clip from the free throw line as a team, so that could come down. Of course, it's always important. Make your free throws in the NCAA tournament. I mean, you should make your free throws anytime, but there is that, and they'll be taking on Arizona State, the 11th seed, as they just thumped Nevada, as we wouldn't even mention entertainment from yesterday about uh, they led by more than one or six points, whatever entertainment that I picked. The, that bet did not uh, cash because of they weren't le- they were leading by more than <laughs> six points. So uh, that one didn't work out so well for me. Arizona State just blew the doors off Nevada. My goodness. Um, and uh, they barely got in. They Arizona State, they beat Arizona in the late of February, uh, but they do force a lot of turnovers. They were top three in turnovers forced and defense inside the three-point action, and they also have a non-conference win over Creighton on their resume as well. But uh, one of the things that's concerning for uh, Arizona Two and six against UCLA, Arizona, USC, and Oregon, the heavy hitters and the Pac-12 this season. Number three seed against Zaga. They're taking on uh, the 14 seed Grand Canyon. Three seed Gonzaga from 2016 to 2022. Mark Few's program reduced seven first-round draft picks. And, of course, this team has Drew Timmy on the team, 21 points a game, and a breakout star, Julian uh, Starweather, uh, or Strawweather, as he scored about 15.3 points per game. But they don't have any of the high-ranking NBA prospects that they've had in years past, and especially recently. And But they do have some early stumbles, of course. It's been well-documented here on the show that Eric has called Gonzaga frauds. And, uh, hey, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to put good teams on their schedule and then potentially lose? You have that possibility when you put great teams on your schedule or do you want them to underachieve in the big tournament because they play in a weak conference. So you take the good with the bag with Gonzaga uh, there. The analytics do show that they've been the number two team in America over the last month. Number one in adjusted offensive efficiency is 63% from two-point range, 38% from beyond the arc. And they've also failed to crack the top 100 and adjust the defensive efficiency during that time frame as well. So that could be a big bugaboo for the uh, Zags to uh, go on later in the uh, tournament. Uh, We have the 14 seed Grand Canyon, Bryce Drew. As he, he, of course, is uh, famous for making that shot as Valparaiso upset the four-seed Old Miss back in 1998. He's led Grand Canyon to this year's WAC Tournament Championship, and he now has five NCAA tournament appearances across three schools, including Valpo, Vanderbilt, and now here at Grand Canyon. As uh, Grand Canyon does carry six-game winning streak into the first round, and they hope that 38% from the three-point line gives them a shot at the upset over Gonzaga. Spoiler alert, I hope not. Uh, the seventh seed in Northwestern, uh, their matchup against the 10th seed of Boise State. In 2017, Chris Collins led Northwestern, and he led them to their first NCAA tournament appearance in a school of history. Of course, Chris Collins, a disciple of Coach K there at Duke, 
And that was the hard part for Northwestern. And they thought, oh, we're back in the tournament. We might have some success. Well, it's been tough sledding since then as five consecutive losing seasons follow that. And that's why Chris Collins was kind of on the hot seat entering the season. But, uh, hey, they turned things around despite Pete Nance. Their best player transferring to North Carolina, but Boo Booey has been uh, good for the Wildcats, and they have wins over Purdue and Indiana twice, as well as uh, Illinois as well. But then they lost to Illinois and Champaign, just saying. Uh, the 10th seed of Boise State, Leon Rice, he has secured the uh, Broncos' fourth NCAA tournament berth in the, his 13-year tenure. Broncos split each of their regular season series with Nevada, San Diego State, and Utah State. And those are the other top teams in the Mountain West. They do have some non-conference wins over Texas A&M on their resume, so that's good. And uh, the coach's son, Max Rice, is the man that you need to look out for for Boise State. The Broncos have made 52% of their shots inside the arc, 37 from three-point range, and five players for Boise State average at least 10 points a game. There, the two seed UCLA since 2019. Mick Cronin has led UCLA to the final four, a sweet 16, and now a top seed in the NCAA tournament and also a top seed in the NCAA tournament. They're only a two seed this year, uh, but for him. Of course, the Bruins hadn't reached a Final Four in over a decade, and that seems like an eternity for the rich history that UCLA has in the tournament. And the Bruins are at top five in adjusted defensive efficiency, but they did lose Jalen Clark, who suffered a foot injury in the regular season finale against Arizona. And they do also have another injury as well as a player exited in the Pac-12 semifinal against Oregon. And without Clark, with Clark on the floor, UCLA held points just to 83 points per 100 possessions. And so uh, we'll see what the Bruins can do with his loss with that injury. And they'll take on the 15 seed UNC Asheville. Uh, Drew Pember, that's the name that you need to know. 6'11". Asheville has averaged 21 points a game this season. He shot 37 points from three. And uh, the team connected on 39% from beyond the arc this season. And the Bulldogs have some questionable losses on their resume. Georgia State, Winthrop, USC, Upstate. Oh, man. They all ranked in the 200s in Ken Palm, but uh, they have just lost once since December 31st. So they're confident, and they're happy to be here as well. All right, let's run through the West bracket here. I already mentioned the two top games Kansas over Howard Illinois over Arkansas I got St. Mary's getting the win over VCU and I got UConn getting the victory over Iona in this one Arizona State looked mighty impressive last night so I might have rethought my strategy but I can't take it back now I can't change it now as I have TCU over Arizona State and I have Grand Zag over Grand Canyon Boise State pulled off the upset against Northwestern. Sorry about you, Wildcats. And UCLA getting the win over UNC Asheville. I got Kansas beating Illinois. I went the safe route there, but I do think that Illinois has the chance to beat them. I already hashed that in the show, so I won't go back and revisit that. Uh, I have UConn getting the win over St. Mary's. I thought about St. Mary's getting the upset there, but 
I think UConn is too strong there. I wanted to pick TCU over Gonzaga, but I'm not going to do that. I picked Gonzaga over TCU. And due to those big injuries for UCLA, I got Boise State going all the way to the Sweet 16. That's right. I got them getting the win over UCLA. And uh, then in the Sweet 16, I got uh, Kansas over UConn here. And I got Gonzaga over Boise State in this one. As I said, Kansas has the best resume in all of America. And they're playing for their coach who is missing the first game today. Well, I don't care. I'm picking Gonzaga. That's right. Gonzaga feels like they have... Not a lot of expectations this year. Everyone kind of picked them last year and the last few years to go deep, but not a lot of people are doing that this year. And if they're any sort of competitors, they will use that as motivation there, and they'll rise up to the challenge. So I got Gonzaga winning over Kansas. That's right, I got Gonzaga in the uh, Final Four. So for my Final Four, I got Alabama, Duke, Texas, and Gonzaga there and Eric left me a little sound clip for him so let's get Eric's opinion on who he thinks is going into the uh, final four and I have not even listened to this so I don't know if he takes a pot shot at me or a pot shots at Illinois but uh, we'll see so Eric let's turn it over to you all right Eric Fry checking in here and uh, I know Travis is been breaking down the brackets, haven't had a chance to myself. So here is my official Sweet 16 Elite Eight Final Four and Championship picks. Uh, again, you can go to our uh, group on ESPN and, and follow along to, to see this. But uh, in the South, for my Sweet 16, I got Alabama taking on Virginia, Baylor taking on Arizona. Yes, I know that is chalk, very uh, dramatic there. I got Alabama over Virginia, and then I got Baylor over Arizona. So I got Alabama and Baylor in the Elite Eight, and I got Alabama getting the win to move on to the Final Four. In the East, I do have a little bit of a crazy bracket here. Give me Memphis versus Duke. Yes, that's 8-5 there. And then Kentucky versus Marquette. I have Marquette beating Kentucky, and I have Memphis beating Duke. So Memphis will move on to the Elite Eight where they take on Marquette, and I have Marquette winning over Memphis to advance to the Final Four. In the Midwest, I have Houston taking on Indiana, and I have Xavier taking on Texas. Give me Indiana over Houston. I think their bigs are just a little bit too much for Houston. And give me Xavier over Texas. Uh, so that gives us an Elite Eight matchup of Indiana and Xavier, and I have Indiana getting the win there and advancing and ending the Final Four drought of the Big Ten. And then in the West, I've got the one-seed Kansas taking on the four-seed UConn and the three-seed Gonzaga taking on the two-seed UCLA. I like Kansas to get the win over UConn and advance to the Elite Eight. And I really like Gonzaga as the three-seed. I think there's not a lot of pressure on them. And I get Gonzaga getting the win over UCLA. And then in the Elite Eight, I got Gonzaga over Kansas. So this gives me a Final Four of Alabama versus Marquette and Indiana versus Gonzaga. And I got Marquette getting the win over Alabama, pulling off the upset. And then I got Gonzaga beating Indiana. And I have Gonzaga winning the entire thing. Yes, after I've made fun of Gonzaga for so many years, I have them winning the entire tournament and getting the win over Marquette in that championship game. So uh, getting ready to, to start. Uh, I, I know by the time this airs, uh, games will already be uh, 
be on the on the air, so to speak. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that is what I got for my bracket. Look forward to it. And I'm back in studio tomorrow to talk more about it here on the starting lap. Travis, back to you. <laughs> did, did did he just like take his name and put Eric Fry in this bracket? <laughs> As he was breaking down the Sweet 16, I was like, are you kidding me? This does not bode well for my bracket. And we both have Gonzaga. Oh, my. I do not I do not feel confident anymore on this Gonzaga pick. That was totally unexpected. I, <laughs> I am just... I am just flabbergasted by that. We, we differ on the final four of uh, Marquette and uh, who did he have Xavier there but on the rest we almost have all the same oh man he, he just copied off my bracket and just changed his name to Eric Fry and they also changed some other ones as well I do not like my chances anymore in this bracket challenge and we're basically almost going to be uh, the same way so oh my goodness we're on the same wavelength that's crazy Totally unintentional uh, that that happens. He's not even been around the studio the last couple of days, and he's not even here today uh, from uh, the location that he's on. So I haven't even talked to him in uh, three days about basketball. So I had no idea that we were going to be that similar. That is, <laughs> that is just crazy that we just have the same picks there. So mm. that is a... I don't know. Is that a pleasant surprise or with Eric's luck? I I don't know if I should feel uh, feel honored or if I should be worried about those picks there. But <laughs> all right. So we don't differ very much at all. We were kind of on the same wavelength of uh, Gonzaga not having a lot of pressure on him this time around and not a lot of people talking about him. So uh, there you go. The start of light up as a whole picks the Gonzaga to a win in the whole thing there so we'll see how it all shakes out and we'll see if some brackets get busted today and uh we'll see how illinois does and we'll be back to break it all down uh tomorrow hey that virginia forum game is getting pretty close there and uh, maryland and uh, west virginia are in the second half so uh, i'll be back tomorrow and hopefully eric will be back in studio like i said that is the plan for him to uh, join me tomorrow for Friday's show and we'll tell you about the weekend's action or what's canceled and postponed from the local sports aspects so that'll do it here for us enjoy the day everyone and we'll also be back to celebrate St. Patrick's Day tomorrow as well so enjoy the day of basketball enjoy the next four days of basketball one of the best times in all of sports thanks for listening and thanks for downloading and I will talk to you tomorrow peace out